You're listening to the Sweetwater Now News Show. Local news when you need it, how you need it. And now, today's hosts, Dave Aaronbell, Gary Collins, and Stephanie Thompson. Good afternoon and welcome to the April 17th edition of the Local 307 News Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sonic Driving at 97 Gateway Boulevard. Service at the speed of sound, now offering delivery. Just call 362-1960 and place your order there. I'm Dave Arambello along with my colleagues Gary Collins and Stephanie Thompson. And we're going to start off today's podcast like we have the last few podcasts. Uh, and that's updating you on some of the local COVID-19 uh, coronavirus news. And Gary, we had a second uh, a second related death in the state of Wyoming. Uh, it was reported on Wednesday morning. And you've got some more information about that. Yeah, Dave. So uh, according to the Wyoming Department of Health, um, a hospitalized Laramie County man um, previously identified as a, a laboratory confirmed COVID-19 case. Uh, he re- he was the second uh, reported Wyoming death due to COVID-19. Uh, Dr. Alexia Harris, uh, who is the state health officer, and she's also the state uh, epidemiologist, she said that anyone can get sick with uh, COVID-19, but uh, your chance of serious illness um, definitely increases for those who are 65 and older and also those who already have um, you know, pre-existing conditions. So uh, with that, uh, Seawater County, we currently have uh, 10 confirmed COVID-19 patients. Four of those patients have fully recovered, and then the others are in good condition and recovering at home. In other COVID-19 news this week, uh, one of Sweetwater County's patients, Parker Gardner, he shared his experience with the county during a press briefing earlier this week. Gardner said he did his best to follow the CDC's guidelines because he wanted to avoid passing the virus to his family and co-workers. He said he wore a mask while out in public and sanitized everything before making contact with any item wherever he went. And despite those efforts, Gardner still caught the virus. Gardner said he believed his allergies were bothering him, but he was eventually called in for testing for another uh, after another Santa Fe Southwest Grill employee tested positive for COVID-19. And to his surprise, the results did come back positive. Since the positive results, though, the allergy-like symptoms got worse. Gardner said he um, has a raspy throat, a cough, um, sinus congestion, sensitive eyes, and pains in his sides from trying to breathe, all of those kind of common symptoms that people are, have been relating uh, since contacting the disease. And uh, most of those symptoms usually only bother him in the morning, but Gardner's advice to the community is simple, just stay at home. On the state level, uh, Governor Mark Gordon, he's instructed all state agency directors to identify uh, opportunities where they can immediately reduce spending. So um, Governor Gordon, he's directed those agencies to institute um, immediate hiring freezes, um, halting general fund contracts that are greater than $100,000, and then implementing a rigorous review of any major maintenance spending. And he also, uh, and, and this latest uh, press conference uh, mentioned that you know Wyoming is going to have to look at how this is going to affect them long term. Expects at least a year and a half to kind of get back to where uh, we were, and just said for now this is going to be the new normal of you know looking at these cuts and uh, you know even within mineral extraction, um, he mentioned coal and uh, oil and gas, but also for our area mentioned Trona, and so um, you know those uh, those press conferences 
have really centered around lately about um, budgeting and asking everybody to kind of tighten up those, uh, tighten the belt up a little bit on those budgets. Yeah, I think you you use the the term the new normal, and everybody's adjusting to that um, that aspect of their lives right now. And I think that anyone that believes that we're going to go back to where it was before COVID nineteen hit not only the world but you know our little community here, um, I think we just have to be pre- prepared to to be looking at life differently moving forward. Hey, everybody, we're introducing a new element to the local 307 News podcast. It's called Numbers in the News. We'll share a number with you each week and tell you why it's relevant in the news this week, like 12,000, as in $12,000. That's the dollar figure reached this week from the Memorial Hospital Foundation's COVID-19 response fund. Donations are being gathered countywide to help ensure the staff has the necessary tools to provide patient care for COVID-19 positive patients, the purchase of PPE as needed, and the purchase of essential equipment as identified by the Memorial Hospital of Sweetwater County Instant Command Team. You can make a donation today by going online to mhsffoundation.com or mailing a check to Memorial Hospital Foundation, 12,000 College Drive, Rock Springs, 82901. Stephanie, you had a chance to catch up with uh, Stacy Martin from Stacy Ann's Cafe. Tell us what she's been up to. Sure. When residents asked Stacy Ann, she's the owner of Stacy Ann's Cafe, for help, she didn't even think twice about their request. Residents were asking her if they could, if she could order them toilet paper, paper towels, flour, milk, butter, yeast, and any other necessities that they were needing. However, as it progressed, she started selling more than just these common items. She was selling canned items, meat, cleaning supplies, laundry detergent, disinfectant products, bleach, and all those things that seemed to be flying off those grocery shelves. Over the past month, about 60 residents per week have placed orders. And she says it's a lot of work taking those orders, filling them, putting them together, and then handing them out. However, Martin knows she's providing a needed service but the best part is how much the residents have been appreciating it. Some have even baked her bread or cookies as a way to say thanks to her. She said it's nice to see neighbors helping each other out, and she's glad that she was here in a time of need to help. Let's take a quick break to hear from today's sponsor. Today's local 307 News podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sonic Drive-In. Sonic wants to remind everyone during these unpredictable times that they're offering delivery service from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's really simple. Just call 307-362-1960. That's 307-362-1960. And order your favorite Sonic menu items today. They'll bring it right to your doorstep. And if you're in need of a breath of fresh air and want to get out of the house, well, Sonic's drive-thru is open as well. Delivery and takeout service at the speed of sound. That's your local Sonic Drive-In, located at 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. In other feel-good news, uh, Kaylee uh, grabbed this story this past week um, down in Manila, Utah. So um, as we know, it's a small, tight-knit community. And it's also the home of Morgan Walters. Morgan, who is 16, he was recently diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma. Uh, For those of you who don't know, uh, Ewing sarcoma is an extremely rare cancer, and it typically occurs in children and young adults. So 
uh, Morgan, you know, he's known to have always been really polite and kind kid. Uh, and even looking at the comments on this story, you can tell um, he just uh, seems to be a really great kid. So uh, always has a knack for keeping a positive attitude. And that's really been able to help his family through this difficult time. So shortly after his diagnosis with Ewing sarcoma, uh, one of Morgan's friends set up a Facebook page in an Instagram account, and they're called Team Mighty Mo. And so this has provided an outlet for the community members, Morgan's friends and family, uh, to kind of follow his journey through all of this, and then to offer him words of encouragement. Uh, from now on, you know, obviously Morgan's life uh, may not be what he had expected, but uh, he does have some battles uh, to win and a tough road ahead. One thing for sure, uh, he's not going to travel that road alone. So uh, he has uh, an incredible family and thoughtful friends and that whole community behind him. And I encourage you to jump online and check out that story um, about Morgan. And and I think you know he has a really infectious attitude. Yeah, no doubt about it. And that, that story in, in, included in that story is a couple of great videos, one of the parade and then one of uh, jazz broadcaster Craig Boulderjack sending him a personal message. So that was really cool. And speaking of cool things, well, Stephanie, it looks like Green River High School has uh, landed their new principal. Tell us about that. Yeah, Darren Heslop not, is a pretty familiar name around here. He was named the new principal of Green River High School during the Sweetwater County School District Number 2 school board meeting earlier this week. Heslop is stepping into the position after Darren Howard resigned in February. Uh, Heslop, who is a Green River native, will be coming back to his hometown from Rollins, where he has served for the, as the Rollins High School principal since the fall of 2018. Before moving to Rollins, he taught and was an assistant principal in Green River. Prior to that, he has a collection of 30 years of experience in education, and he has taught physical education, health, and industrial arts, and he was an assistant principal prior to taking that position in Rollins. And he also was a previous wrestling coach in Green River for many years. So it'll be nice to see him come back to the community. Yeah, that'll be great to have uh, Mr. Hessler back in Green River. And also speaking of Green River, uh, Braden um, just interviewed uh, the new Green River High School football coach. So uh, Coach Cuthbertson and him sat down and had a chat. So uh, you can hear that on uh, local307.com if you are sitting around and want to hear uh, some great community news. Uh, next week, just a reminder, Seawater County Commission will meet at the regular scheduled meeting time, Tuesday, starting at 8.30 a.m. You can view that uh, on YouTube. Uh, they show that live. And then the Rock Springs and University Council both scheduled to meet on their regular meetings, Tuesday, 7 p.m. That's going to do it for us this uh, week for the Local 307 News Podcast. Be sure to tune in to Braden Flack's daily COVID-19 news updates. He's doing that Monday through Friday. So check that out. And, uh, and again, if you want to take a little bit deeper dive into some of these stories going on here locally and around the state, make sure you log on to sweetwaternow.com and you can find our COVID coverage pretty much all over the website. Uh, make sure that you um, check in on that daily because there are news, news stories breaking in every single day here in Sweetwater County and around the state. We want to thank uh, Sonic Drive-In once again for sponsoring today 
today's podcast. They're now serving uh, or now offering delivery. Just call 362-1960. Service at the speed of sound. Sonic Drive-In at 97 Gateway Boulevard. For Gary Collins and Stephanie Thompson, I'm Dave Arenbelt, and we'll talk to you next week. If you'd like to be a part of the local 307 Podcast Network, contact us through Sweetwater Now. 